beyond infinity. So we've talked about this social credit system they have in China, very Orwellian, dystopian. If you fall foul with the authorities, and particularly on things like political dissent, mm-hmm. then you can find that you might go to, to book a flight somewhere within China, and uh, that gets knocked back, or your or your children um, get get refused entry to a university of your choice, which they've qualified for, but mysteriously there aren't any places yeah well this is a story we we did talk about when it was sort of proposed or when it was early stages and you know we had some predictions along with many other people we predicted a very similar thing that um it it would be a major problem for getting around the country or gaining access to services Mm. and what everyone predicted is essentially coming true if you have 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 done the wrong thing and then you've uh, your score has gone down then you uh yeah, being restricted, being, being not being able to use certain services. For example, you can buy a plane ticket, but when you actually go to check in, if your score is not high enough, you get turned away at the gate. You cannot check in. You will, you will not be able to board that plane. Mm. And so that means that uh, all of a sudden, a um, you know a short flight turns into what become a you know a thirty hour uh, long you know train trip. You know, getting around the the countryside to get to your destination, just because of uh, you know your your scores being lowered, and potentially that um, means that. If you've got a low enough score, you might even be knocked back from getting on the train altogether as well. So, you know, so some of these reports coming out are, um, are you know, very dystopian, very uh, scary. Uh, it's it's because... Well, know, every, everything's credit card, everything's phone-based now. So they've skipped... They don't hardly use cash nowadays. They skip. They don't use checks. They don't even. I don't even think they use credit cards much. They use the equivalent of Apple Pay, but it's not Apple Pay. I think it's um, there's there's a couple of different payment systems, but they're they're there's Chinese. WePay and Alipay. Yeah, 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 and they're all just through your phone. So everything is electronic, in other words. So it's very easy to to influence these if you've the system can be adjusted to to reflect your your social credit status. Yeah, and one of the um, I guess possible good sides of this and 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 one of the key reasons for trying to bring in this in is because uh, there is a bit of a reputation that uh, there are products that are tainted. You know, there's some Chinese companies that want to just get away with the the, the easiest and the cheapest product, and that might be throwing in, uh, you know, bad products into you know, uh, child, um, you know, milk formula, for example. A lot of Chinese will refuse to buy the local produced product because they believe it, that there's going to be issues with it. And so, by creating this uh, this system, this credit score, it means that if you're your company has been found out to be, you know, putting bad products into this. All of a sudden, your credit scores goes down, and therefore a, uh, a Chinese person or, or you know consumer can make that decision. I'm not going to buy from them. I'm going to buy from another company. And I guess so. There are some legi- legitimate uses of this. Yes, but it, when it comes down to you know person to person, if you are seen essentially uh, communicating with somebody else that is of a lower ranking, that potentially can pull down your score. I mean, why? are you talking to somebody that is uh, a troublemaker for example yes exactly Mm. so Mm. that's there are now there's actually a um an app which does a sweeper so it's it's kind of like a radar that you see on a on 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 military vessels for Mm. example Mm. and there's an app which actually goes around uh, on your screen at red circle sweeps uh, it, it goes around in a radius on the map and it looks for you know enemies around you, and actually highlights if there's people with you know lower scores. Jeez. So it's it's 
It's nicknamed the Deadbeat Map. Oh and, my god! And it's um, designed to sort of pinpoint the location of those who have failed to pay debts within a 500 meter radius. So it's like a political version of Grinder. Yeah, yeah. And this is people you don't want to hang around with. I mean, if there's people, I guess what they're arguing is if there's people that haven't been able to pay their debts, then they don't have money. So therefore, they could that could lead them into potential crime. If they need to get money, they, uh, they may not have a job. It might be hard for them to get a job. Therefore, might they might you know try illegal ways or uh, you know some sort of crime to then get that and that means if you're nearby that person potentially you're associated just just by being in the vicinity of them so it is about sort of moving up through the system but i guess the issue becomes then if let's say you're on a sort of you know middle of the run score you've not done anything that's amazing you're not doing anything that's bad you're just the middle of the run but you don't want to hang around with the, the, the lower scores. Well, you're trying to then communicate with the people that are of a higher score, but they're also looking at, you know, that, that person that's of the higher score is looking at the map and going, well, no, I don't want to deal with anyone that's lower than me. So I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to you know, deal with people that are higher up the chain as well. Mm. So it, it is, you know, government control. I mean, we're seeing at the moment, uh, sort of at the time of the recording, there is, uh, you know, the... the um, well, there's stuff going pro- on in Hong Kong. Yeah. There's a bit of resistance there to uh, to being extradited to face the law in China. Yeah. Now, they, they work on a, a separate system. It's the Hong Kong system, but it is going through a transition period. So back in 97, I think it was, yep, was yep. when the when handover they yep. from uh, Britain back to uh, China, but with a, with a period of 50 years where they could run their own um, special area, uh, which... Allowed them their own rule, but China has been creeping in, and there's mm. there's been some rules and regulations which China has been trying to uh, essentially take over. And yeah, and the the CEO or the chief executive of Hong Kong is a Chinese appointee. Yes, and there are calls for her to resign. Maybe by the time that people are listening, she has. Mm. Uh, but at this stage, what we're seeing is millions of people. I think at least one in seven uh, Hong Kong uh, residents have been out protesting on the really? streets that many wow and there's also been reports that they've been moving to a telegram and app to communicate with each other because that's encrypted. more secure encrypted mm. uh, and that has uh, according to some reports that had the telegram service has been uh, you know attacked or attempted to be attacked by china right what we can see here is that China wants to track users and when they're not happy with the service, they try to attack that service. So maybe if people can't use Telegram, they're going to go back to other services which then China can monitor. And the question is, are they building up a profile on Hong Kong uh, residents that will may not at the moment have a credit score uh, that that is applicable, but one that has been built up about them. You know, if you're a protester, for example, sure. you're speaking against the state, sure. and therefore you're you're down a hundred points or whatever that happens. To and be. there are and there are plenty of people who've been very reluctant to speak to Western TV crews, and in, in the last couple of weeks that these protests have been happening in Hong Kong, was you know some people are sort of saying oh, I'll speak out, and I'll or some people are concealing their faces, mm-hmm. some people are just flat out refusing to speak even though they are demonstrating because they're concerned about possible ramifications down the track. Well, the issue is that if you um, if you speak out against China and then all of a sudden this law does go through, then that gives China the right to essentially extradite you from Hong Kong into China and uh, and put you on trial. So you could be a traveller that, that's going mm. in. You've got a stopover maybe a couple of hours and if you have uh, written an article, you've said something that is against China, mm. uh, they can extradite you and um, try you in Beijing. And then off to the re-education camp. Well, there you go. Thanks, John. That's uh, disturbing.
it'll be really interesting to see how this whole thing plays out with Hong Kong because they're part of the greater China, if you like. There's only another, what, 30-odd years yeah. remaining before they revert completely to Chinese control. That's a fair amount of time, but it was a British colony and was subject to a, a, a reasonably democratic system for a long time. And so the people who've grown up there, generations, are very used to having certain basic freedoms uh, yeah. and not having this kind of intrusion from the state. So very interesting to see how it plays out. And uh, it's, it's a little bit like um, what we're sort of seeing with, with Brexit in a way in that, you know, Britain is trying to do it very quickly in, in terms of, okay, that's it. You're out of the EU. There's, you know, they're going at it alone. And there's going to be major ramifications that happen in a short time. Whereas here there's been, there's a 50 year period for, you know, slow changeover. But what is going to happen? I mean, the last few years, is it going to be the flick of a switch and all of a sudden that you're, you know, brought into the Chinese system? And I guess that's why China is beginning now or has been for the last the last 20 years so far trying to then integrate uh, Hong Kong into the, the Chinese system so do you want that slow transfer because it's inevitable there's no mm. at this stage you can't see that Hong Kong will remain independent it will be part of real China um, in greater China I think greater China yeah. I think the reason that they tolerate uh, Hong Kong or have done anyway is because of that the wealth there the attraction of, of international businesses to be in Hong Kong Kong. Uh, it's an incredibly wealthy, but tiny that, that little That may have enclave. been true back in the late 90s, but mm. the, the Shenzhen, which is not too far over yeah. the border, yep. that is now... 30 kilometres uh, away or something. Yeah, that is now a huge area, especially for technology, mm. um, but that is making uh, a lot of money as well. So in terms of the wealth, Hong Kong may have been quite a big percentage, but the, the growth of China has oh, meant that absolutely. Hong Kong's wealth is not as big as it once was. That's right, that's yeah. true. At the same time, they want to manage that transition. They don't necessarily want all the, the big multinationals to leave they don't want it to necessarily diminish as a big trading hub even though it's been in some ways augmented or even replaced by big mainland chinese ports and 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 uh, trading locations like shanghai for example not that far away either uh, there's now a big road a big multi-lane freeway linking mainland china to hong kong uh, and, and, and Macau as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, and tr- high-speed trains. But nobody can use that. It's it's interesting. Some of the taxis, there's some restrictions on you know how you get across there because of the SAR regions for both areas and right. China's uh, uh, sort of rule over that. Uh, it's not actually used in uh, the way that you you expect it would be or really? hope it would be. Mm. Yeah. Well, I know that there's restrictions on mainland Chinese going to Hong Kong. It's considered laissez-faire by comparison. Mm-hmm. You know, they censor their internet, and I'm not sure that Hong Kong does in the same to the same extent that the no. that mainland yep. China does. So all of a sudden, if you if you if you allowed the free flow of people to Hong Kong, then 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 they may be exposed to things that that the Chinese government doesn't want them to. I mean, that also applies to international travel, and presumably that you know the, the, the people who are allowed to to travel on a holiday to Australia, for example, uh, have a certain amount of screening. Uh, take place before they come mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. because right. of that because they're not going to they're suddenly in a place that doesn't have a restricted internet That's right there's another complication with the bridge that goes from hong kong to macau mm. um that in, in macau they drive on the right hand side of the road and hong kong they drive on the left hand side of the road. right because one was portuguese not, one was english i'm not entirely sure how they cope with that mm. whether they stop all the traffic and sort of or, or whether the bridge has a sort of corkscrew in the middle of it. I, I think I, it does I have a corkscrew, does or it, have it has a, um, <laughs> a a loop going around at one point. Like a turnstile. Yeah, turn, yeah, well, so 
part of it's under under the sea, yes, and uh, part of it is a bridge, and the the undersea part is so that the boats, the ships can still get in through to uh, China. I, I believe there is a sort of a sort of a turning part which becomes a bit of the corkscrew system to get you to the other side of the road. Yeah, you just have to go fast enough so that when you when you're on the ceiling, you don't fall onto the <laughs> onto the bottom of it. Not that kind of corkscrew, but no. yeah. Mm. <laughs> You're listening to Beyond Infinity. Science and Technology Podcasts. You'll find show notes and other resources, plus our complete searchable backlist of over 600 podcasts at our program website, beyondinfinity.com.au.